Well, hello there. It's Dominique Vale here, founder of Invisi Youth Charity and your host for a monthly quick boost of life advice and perspectives with our show, Invisi Youth Chat Sessions, Audio Flash Files. Our motto is that in 15 minutes or less, you'll learn about an empowering tool you can incorporate into your life for more success and joy, especially for Invisi Youth's medically adultish population. But we love any person who's aiming to get the most out of life, so everyone is welcome to have a listen today. I've got to be honest with all of you on the top of this podcast, though. The longer I've been chronically ill, which is going on 14 years now, and the longer I've run Invisi Youth and we've supported thousands of young adults, which is now seven years strong, I've developed and sharpened some super tools, if you will, that I keep in my pocket at all times that I feel are the elite tools for optimum success in thriving in your daily life as a young adult with chronic illness and disability. One of them is appealing to someone's instinctual reaction of curiosity instead of protecting their stance or my stance on an injustice. It's exhausting to adapt with my chronic illnesses daily, and I know I'm not alone in that sentiment, so when I learned how to utilize piquing someone else's curiosity to avoid defensiveness from them, that's where conversations simmered down, my medical needs started to become more supported, and I could tell that I was leaving another individual with cracks in their mental box so they became more open-minded, and ultimately made my life more accessible, inclusive, and they were more supportive of chronic illness and disability needs. Now, let's take a beat. I'm going to pour myself a lovely cold glass of seltzer and open up today's file. So let's get into it, everyone. We're calling today's flash file, So Curiosity Doesn't Kill the Cat? A bit of a nursery rhyme for a teaching that's invisitive style, but we are aging it up. The main focus here should be on the negative adverb, does not, and less on the fiend line in that question. The importance of keeping yourself curious and encouraging others to also be curious is vital to not only your joy, but also to decreasing the defensiveness or hostility from others. When you lead with enticing curiosity, you're actually taking the pressure off yourself to be the quote-unquote token perfect chronically ill or disabled person when people are around you or you're sharing about something of your life on Instagram. Perfecting your reaction, sharpening the tone of your response you have, that allows you to lower the potential of being caught off guard. It lets you be in the driver's seat in this aspect of interactions in your daily life because you can eliminate your whiplash of pondering your reactions on the fly. This mindset of becoming a curiosity enthusiast, if you will, is actually a life-improving technique and Visi Youth is hoping you can incorporate into your daily life by us giving you this really quick teaching. While we encourage you to provide reactions and responses with levels and words of curiosities for everyone, and everyone should do this, it's highly effective as a skill set for young adults living with chronic illnesses and disability. We are constantly being asked questions, being given unsolicited or unrequested advice, dodging unhumorous jokes about our diagnoses, maneuvering topics around the all-too-common comparisons of how our adaptations or health struggles relate to a non-disabled or healthy experience, 
or deciding whether or not to reply to that Facebook comment asking why you have a cane in only some of your photos and not all of them. Okay, well, maybe that last one might be a personal addition to the list, but you get me. Anyway, as a collective, these young people find themselves in the proactive role when it comes to their illness or disability, and the reactive role when it comes to their interactions with the mainstream world. It's a skill set not actively taught to young people, but it's deemed necessary for us to have success, decrease defensive arguments, and for us to have more joy. So that's why InvisiYouth is becoming your teacher in this audio lesson. We're often in situations where us as chronically ill or disabled young people are the first or one of the few that another individual has experienced or met. We're in the minority in that way, so we're not often around others that intrinsically understand our needs or rationale of our decisions. So there can be this need to explain away or make others understand so we can gain their allyship and comprehension and their support of our needs. But when other people don't have anything to equate or compare our health experience with, thank you mainstream media for still not having diverse representation on screens for that one, these other people can feel judged or ridiculed for not knowing and understanding right away. And that's where this defensiveness, rudeness, or sometimes blatant ableism from others can just be straight up and arise in our situations. Out of any life-improving technique we'll provide to you through Invisius resources, utilizing the peaking to someone else's curiosity is actually a focus on you providing something to the other participant in the situation because you're leading on the reactive instead of the proactive. And we're not even being biased, that making someone lead with curiosity over disinterest or defensiveness is a technique, we've got Harvard backing us up, everyone. In 2018, Harvard Business Review did numerous studies and showcased that curiosity is a benefit in the workplace because it leads to less defensive reactions, less stress, less aggression towards others differing in opinion, or their lack of knowledge, and it increased the workers' future communication and investigative researching on topics they lacked awareness of. These studies showcased that curiosity and allowing someone to listen without inner judgment or worrying that they were going to be wrongly shut down instead of learning more, that provided them a level of feeling successful in a conversation. And that, in the long term, became a benefit for these workers being more open-minded as people. Now that I've told you the why, I'm going to explain the how. And the technique here to take those steps to achieve this goal, and we're talking about this as a mindset. And to do that, we're opening up the InvisiYouth Galaxy Glossary to our latest edition. Curious Cues Method. This reactive noun is the reactionary way of living when utilizing your form of communication to questions and comments, whether ignorant, joyful, challenging, or supportive, by leading with curious responses so the result is not argumentative, but rather a response of open mindfulness so there can be growth, adaptation, and change in someone else's future actions. 
Wow, that sounds like the most dictionary definition that we've added to the Galaxy Glossary, so I apologize for that in advance. (laughs) But we're going to explain this now in way more upbeat terms to get it for everybody. Curiosity is a tool you can pass on to someone else to use, like giving someone a properly crafted question, and a tool you can utilize to avoid your negative responses. You're wanting to metaphorically turn up the dimmer light in someone else's life view so they can see more, thus understand more, so they can better support your needs and the chronic illness and disability way of living overall. With Curious Cues method, you are the metaphorical flashlight that's adding some stream of light into someone's scope of vision so they can see there's more options and perspectives in the room, like your chronic illness or disability perspective. And the steps to achieving this life skill are somewhat mirrored in that flashlight. So you get into a conversation when you state your needs, your opinions, or talk about the topic of dealing with chronic illness and disability disparities or issues. But the person you're talking with doesn't get it. And that leads to a tone you'll immediately comprehend, and it sounds of defensiveness, self-consciousness, or even just trying to brush it off and switch topics because they don't want to talk about something they don't know. That sentiment is your green light for your curious cues method, and to begin to focus on leading your chat to peek at that person's curiosity to alter their response to a positive one. That's when you go to your next step, when you use your retorts to open the light and create your response to crack through their inaccuracies or ignorance. And you do that by utilizing your most comfortable skill of communication and type, like humor, bluntness, or kindness, and you create response questions that spark curiosity and not spark and fuel the flame of their fire that would make the conversation get heated. You can use the favorites of what if, or so I get what you're saying, but what about this? And you could even tell them, I'm curious, can you understand this perspective? These are all examples that lead with your own curiosity and can be humorous, so someone's guard is down, and that allows them to be more open to a new possibility and opinion. A personal favorite in the Curious Cues method is to provide comparison. You compare the situation you're explaining, or the problem you're dealing with, to one that individual would understand and immediately relate to. You're taking your chronic illness and disability point of view and comparing it to a healthy non-disabled one, so it will pull directly at an experience that person will understand. It's the whole, what if this was happening to you, pull at their heartstrings kind of tool that immediately will eliminate anger, irritation, or defensiveness. And we want to avoid those motions being thrown at us at all costs, I think we all can agree. For a successful conversation and a successful way of making another individual keep their guard down to be open-minded, to be helpful to your needs and accessibility, and to remain open-minded about overall chronic illness and disability community, you need to be sure you're making the other person curious. You need to feel and feed them these balls of curiosity. So you're halting their unawareness, not having them get defensive or arrogant in their misinformation, and actually allowing them to think, huh, I never thought of that before. Let me tell you a quick story from my life when I was in high school 
and do that now since we're coming to the end of this Invisi Youth lesson with audio flash files. Back in high school, among the craziness of my early chronic illness years, my spine started to shift dramatically and I had spinal correction and fusion surgery, meaning my spine had titanium rods and screws in it and I was sort of bionic, but not really. And after my recovery during the summer, I returned to high school, still quite a bit stiff and with a very long, noticeable surgical scar from top to bottom of my spine. And that note of that is very important. One day in chemistry class, I was wearing a shirt that had back cutouts and sitting at a lab table. And behind me was a group of swimmers from our school, one of which I was friendly with. He knew from our mutual friends that I had surgery, and when my back was turned, he grabbed a small magnet from a metal counter and stuck it on my back and quickly let go. Naturally, the magnet dropped to the floor, and when I turned around and saw it under my seat, I asked him what he was doing. He told me, oh, well, I heard you had surgery and you now had metal rods in you, so I wanted to see if you were magnetic. He gave a quick laugh and so did his friends. I was annoyed and shocked, to say the least, because seriously, how in my 16-year-old brain, I thought, how stupid was that? But what bothered me the most was that our friends at these tables were looking at him like it made total sense in his assessment, and they thought I was looking odd by reacting annoyed. Now, I could have completely gone off, explained how titanium through my skin and muscles would not be magnetic, and if it would, would that actually be a good idea to stick something to you? Or, you shouldn't be touching someone's scar or skin without their permission, but the result would have been I would have made this guy feel very stupid, and he would have wanted to poke jokes back at me because he wouldn't have wanted to look like that in front of his friends for not knowing and making me insecure. Instead, I led my reply with my trademark sarcasm, but added a layer of curious cues method. I told him, you know, if the roles were switched and I stuck a magnet on your teeth when you had braces, even if I didn't know it was magnetic, would you want me to do that to you? He looked shocked by my reply and his friends immediately looked empathetic because hell no would any of them want that scenario to happen. Quickly, he answered me, yeah, I guess I didn't really think that could bother you or hurt you. That's totally my bad, Dominique. And I just told him, well, um, hopefully you're not going to do this to your next friend who might have surgery because that would make me not feel really good about myself if I were them. I gave a laugh. He laughed back and said, no, I'm remembering this moment for sure. I made this guy think about how his words and his actions not only made me feel judged and misunderstood but also pushed an insecurity forward about my chronic illness and surgery being visible to others. In return, he learned and didn't feel really stupid. Thus, his defensiveness that he could have had in handling the situation didn't happen, and he actually felt more curiosity about my health and ways to help me, so he wouldn't put that ignorance moving forward, and thus it was a teachable moment. Geez, I got to the bottom of this glass and the end of this file, plus we are close to our wrap-up time. And with every audio flash file from Invisive Charity and with all of our resources, I'm reminding you of the one thing. We encourage you to try these tools and mindsets and disagree if they don't work for you. Invisive's teachings are all about sliding on the spectrum to fit your level of usage, so figure out how you'll want to appeal to someone's curiosity. 
so they will open their minds and points of view on that chronic illness and disability way of living so they can be more assistive and supportive overall. And with that reminder comes our final thought or our final drip of knowledge for this file to close. Chronically ill and disabled young people don't need to feel like the explainers of their diagnosis or the token pity party no one wants to take the time to understand or feel instead of their feeling sorry for, or the person constantly fighting for their basic rights that someone else has deemed an a nuisance. With Invisive's life-improving technique from today's audio flash file, you're realizing you can utilize every human's basic need for that burst of energy of that aha moment when they're told it's a great thing to be curious outside of their comfort zone of knowledge and experience. You're making your life easier because you're making them realize how they can support you moving forward. But also, you're making someone else become more open-minded and less defensive in the face of situations where they lack knowledge. And that will open up more conversations and interactions more positively in those futures, thus a domino effect, hopefully, of more adaptation, accessibility, and representation to grow. It's a reminder to others to not be defensive, but be curious. I hope you've gotten some practical mindset advice and perspective for that all-important non-medical aspect of your life with chronic illness and disability. And like we always say at Invisiouth, adapt and thrive so you can keep carving that lane of success and joy for yourself in all its rebellious game-changing glory. Make sure you subscribe to Invisiouth Chat Sessions, especially since we're on our new home of Buzzsprout. So you need to click that new subscriber, please. Like and comment on this episode, share it with your friends, and come back when I pull up another audio flash file. Chat soon!